Wes and Andy, and here we are back once again for Random Fandom Tuesday Night. Yep. This one is episode number 36 in the uh, grand scheme of Random Fandom. In the ongoing saga. Of Seriously. Random. For the week of uh, October 24th, 2023. Mm-hmm. Lots to talk about tonight. Yeah. A good cross section of stuff. I'm uh, very much looking forward to this one. I know there's a couple of things that... Uh, caught my attention this week that i sent over to you so yeah, there's there's a few that are uh, uh, a bit outraging or enraging i guess <laughs> are they selectively outrageous <laughs> uh i don't know maybe it's just a sign of the times and i'm out of touch but well we are uh, white men uh middle-aged men i should say true so statistically yeah <laughs> i just didn't think it changed this drastically in, in that short of a time period Okay, I'm looking forward to that. Listen, uh, Random Phantom, 100% audience participation. If you've never uh, been with us for Tuesday night, uh, you can hit us up in the live chat, whatever platform you're watching on, whether it's YouTube or Facebook. Uh, Hit us up in the comments with your, uh, uh, sorry, in the live chat with your comments uh, and questions. Or, or if you uh, looky, looky right there, you can call us up live at any time. The link is uh, embedded in the description of the video on uh, all platforms. Uh, the line is open now, and uh, you can have your say whenever you want. Don't wait for us. Just cut us off. Just call right in whenever you yeah, want. Why not? Call whenever you want. Who cares? We'll stop the show for you. Yep. All right. But before we cut off the show and stop it, is it- we should probably get started with our uh, usual dose of uh, random fandom trivia. Who is like me a good trivia question yeah. i i got a good one for you here this excellent week. so uh which american actor known for roles in the jurassic park franchise mulan and gotham was born on this day october 24th back in 1960 sorry uh can you run down the the achievements again the, the certainly the credits uh, the jurassic park franchise jurassic park okay mulan oh the animated version oh oh and gotham well, I think I've that's only seen a, one out like of... That's like a handful. Now, wait a minute. No, I've seen Mulan. I've seen two out of three. I haven't seen Gotham. So, man, I'm out, I'm out of touch on this one. I don't really know. Okay, fair I enough. Know. I don't know. What, what's up there, world? You got an answer for us, maybe? <laughs> when, when you see who it is, you're going to be like, oh, that guy. Because he's been in a lot oh, of stuff. Okay. Oh, because he's one of those guys. Yeah, he is definitely one of those guys. All right, well. Maybe not like the headliner in the movie, but. Uh, oh, sure. But wait a minute. We have an answer all the way from YouTube, all the way to here. <gasps> Nolan Showers says uh, BD Wong. And that is correct. Glasses. Purple, is yellow diamond. BD Wong. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Born and raised in San Francisco, California, made his debut on Broadway in M Butterfly. 
and he's the only actor to be honored with the Tony Award, Drama Desk Award, Outer Critics Critic, Outer Critics Circle Award, sure, sure. Clarence Derwent Award, and the Theater World Award for the same performance. Do you remember uh, the last thing you saw him in? Uh, probably Jurassic World. Dominion. Was it Jurassic? Okay. Um, he plays Aquafina's dad in uh in uh, nora from queens he's yes. quite good in that actually it's quite funny i like him scott pretty uh well done nolan yes congratulations to you and uh, sean colbert he was great in oz yeah like exactly and every role he goes yeah. into he, he <laughs> falls into that role right he's that guy yeah he's one of those that guys yeah congratulations bd wong on being that guy plus it's his birthday <laughs> so you know happy birthday to you oh and it's his birthday well didn't that work out coincidentally yeah do you plan these things like that? I, I kind of look up stuff of uh, what <laughs> what's happening today on this particular what's happening day today? in history. That's great. But. That's great. Well, now I feel like it's ruined for me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pretend like I never heard that next week. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, you know, he's also guested on Sesame Street and the X-Files. So oh, cool. Like cool. all over the place. Yeah. This next yeah, one, I do, though. I do like him, though. This he's next good. one's kind of sad. Though. Oh, this one really, yeah. this, this one chokes, man. Yeah. This week we lost Burt Young. Yeah, Burt Young. Uh, I mean, probably yeah. most famous from for Rocky. Yeah. yeah, for playing Polly, uh, yeah, Adrian's brother. Hey, Rock, give me this thing. Man, so like there, I know, and we've spoken about this before. Like when you go to the convention and you pay for the autograph, it's it's sort of this canned experience. But every once in a while, you, you meet one of those. Special yeah, ones, right? you you meet that person who gets up and comes out from behind the table for whatever reason yeah for whatever reason and gives the of themselves in a way that you don't expect and for me burt young was one of those people uh i was wearing a, a canadian army veteran t-shirt and he just he read it and he's like hey because he'd give me the autograph by this time he's like hey yo wes you a veteran I'm like, yeah, I was in the army. It's like, I was a Marine. And he came out from behind the table and he's like, let's take some pictures. And, and he, uh, we did some photos with him and, and Kim and my wife, Kim, my wife. And, uh, he gave me a, a reproduction uh, of the Rocky, uh, movie poster off his table. Like he didn't charge me for it. Aww. Yeah. It was just a super, super awesome experience. I'm very sad to know that, that he is gone. Also surprised to know that he had worked right up until like very recently i i don't remember seeing him in much recently no uh apparently he he guested in the last two episodes of russian doll in 2019 oh wow and yeah. yeah yeah he appeared in the 2021 film charlie boy okay yeah all right oh no one's got a comment i didn't know that that's more up your line uh burt young was good in amityville too true not my my favorite franchise but yeah it's still it's too scary for me Really? It's just a house. Get out. <laughs> we got to go. The reboot was good, too, with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, really? Yeah. Was he in that? He was in that. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, you know, sucks to lose him, but he leaves behind yeah. a great legacy. It really does. It really is. And so unlike, I mean, I don't want to say that he was typecasted, but. No. Kind of typecasted? Kind of. Kind of. But so not like the man was so not the characters that he played. Yeah. I, I mean, that much I can say wholeheartedly. He was just such a, a nice, such a nice man. I don't know what else to say. Facebook user, Facebook user, best part of Rocky four, just above the robot. 
<laughs> Happy birthday, right. Polly. Especially after, yeah, repro- reprogramming the robot. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Condolences to your family, sir. Absolutely. Here's another one that never was. Uh, this one caught me off guard. Yeah, I had neat, no idea. I yeah, not either. Uh, apparently, there was supposed to be a She-Hulk movie back in 1991. Uh, with Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah. 91. Was she still married to Stallone at that point? I don't know for sure. Uh, 91, she would have been enjoying uh, reasonable success, having so, just yeah. what? Uh, Red Sonia was kind of roughly around that around time. Around that time, yeah. Yeah, so she was still a big... She was a big deal then. Mm-hmm. And like they were, they took photos of her in the costume in both She-Hulk and just Jennifer Walters. Jennifer, yeah. And they were using that to shop it around. And these photos have surfaced again. And, you know, it's neat to see. I had never seen this before until it popped up in my feed the other day. And I immediately I thought of you. I'm like, did you know this was a thing? I did not. Yeah, neither did I. And can I'm trying to imagine, because we've both seen the. Yeah the recent Disney plus she Hulk. And I know we I'm both, we had a different of a difference of opinion on it. I didn't mind it. I did not like the ending. I didn't like that. Fair enough. I'm trying to imagine what she Hulk with Bridget Nielsen might've looked like. Like, do you think it would have been any good? I think it, well, I think it'd be on par with the, uh, the captain America film of that same time. <laughs> Maybe with the uh, fantastic four one that never, we could lump this in with the core. Yeah. With the yeah. Corman fantastic four, <laughs> but like, I don't know. The suit looks weird. It, it does. It's, it's too angular in it, all the wrong ways. Very 80s sci-fi. Yep. But like, I don't know. It is not comic faithful at all. And I think they were relying wow. more heavily on uh, lighting then I mean, just think if we could have put, we could have paired her up. We could have had a team up with her and Dolph Lundgren's Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> Would it have worked? I don't know. But if you want to go see the suit, apparently you can go see it. It is currently held at the Hall of Heroes Superhero Museum in Elkhart, Indiana. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And I guess it got there after being put up on auction through uh, that Heritage Auctions or whatever it was. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, it looks like our fa- oh our Facebook user. That's Major, Major Medina, one half, one half of the uh, dynamic point. duo of the Reflex Point, a Robotech podcast. Says it would have looked kind of like Masters of the Universe with Dolph. So <laughs> nothing like it. Exactly. Was it a canon production? Great question. I, I don't. Think Great it question. Got off the ground as far as being. Yeah, I don't know who uh, would have. Like they had Brigitte Nielsen tagged for her. Yeah, uh, they had Larry Cohen as a director and a screenplay by Carl Carl Gottlieb. Yeah, and Interesting. that's all. So I wonder if it was because this kind of thing, like you you pitch a script or you you do a sizzle reel of yeah. what it might look like. I wonder if that's but they spent some money on this. They did, like they've invested in some costume designs, some so. hair product and whatnot, and some promo shots at the very least somebody out there had to pay for it i'd be interested to know more but yeah weird uh i call this news of the weird for the week that's for sure yeah it was definitely weird yeah this next one is i don't know kind of weird but like i guess it's more or less microsoft flexing their muscle why uh, they just oh yeah xbox using earth's mightiest billboard uh, major who lives in las vegas we should ask him have you seen this have you seen this? Did you go and check it out? 
What did it look like? I want to know. Because the videos I've seen online, it looks epic as all hell. I have adopted the new Xbox. I've been an Xbox guy for a little while. And I'm I was quite I was quite tickled to see that this had happened. <laughs> of course, this happened, of course, now that the merger yeah the merger has uh is moving ahead is basically announcing its birth to the world yeah. <laughs> we own everything now that's right we're the next disney company yeah no. until disney buys them right yeah but uh, down in vegas the las vegas sphere it's uh apparently it's had its own share of viral moments oh sure i haven't paid attention to but uh it illuminates it's five hundred and eighty thousand square foot exosphere yeah with a spectacular light show i would i would totally check that out i think I'd it would be cool to see this thing that would be cool yeah like i love watching drone shows i can only imagine oh my gosh yeah gonna be. as the uh, alternative to fireworks eh? yeah safe fireworks and animal friendly at least yeah and uh other uh uh issue friendly yes <sighs> i'm getting better though i am getting better uh, I think we got a we got a response oh, there. We do here. Yeah, uh, I didn't see that one, but the sphere is even crazier looking in person than it is in videos. I believe okay. that. I would oh, believe yeah. that. Well, then I won't ask you to go down there and take a video for me because <laughs> <laughs> it just won't look the same. But I guess this also happens to coincide with the launch of Spider-Man Two on PlayStation Five. Wait, uh, wait, wait! But that's a Sony exclusive. I know, so they're on the ball to compete. Oh, like, so we're punching back. Well, basically, I, I noticed that the the photo on the one side—that's the uh, frontier. That's the, the the beginner starter ship. Yeah, from Starfield, which is an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Like from the video I saw, it starts with the green X logo. Oh yeah, basically yeah. from the top of the old machine, right? Yeah, and it just bubbles up from there, and then you go to the different consoles. And right, shows a bunch of. Uh, well, those are, yeah, those are the series consoles there, the, yeah. the S and the X. Ooh, yeah. Here's a fact for you. Oh, factoid. It costs about $500,000 a month to power. <laughs> but it looks like a real life CGI. Oh, wow. That's really cool then. Hmm. Now I want to see it even more. Well, just in that one little video on Twitter there, it looks like 3D stuff is coming out. Of is it. that right? Eh? So. Oh, that's cool. That's super cool. Yeah. But like we say, it's on the uh, heels of Spider-Man 2 launching. Yeah. But they were no slouch uh, over in Australia. <laughs> oh, they punched back, in didn't they? Sydney, Australia. <laughs> uh, they actually flipped a truck. Sony not taking it lying down. You know, oh, that's cool, and too. And they webbed it up with both Spider-Man webbing and symbiote webbing, or webbing just for the game launch. I've, so I I don't have a PlayStation, and I have not played the, the new Spider-Man, nor this one. The game footage looks awesome. But I've been seeing some some rumblings about Sony saying they're not opposed to doing a Venom spinoff. After seeing the Venom, I could see why. Um, I did see, I, I've seen the trailers, and certainly the all the cutscenes look fantabulous. Mm-hmm. I even got the impression that uh, the one of the, the, the Peter character was kind of Tom Holland-ish. Hmm. Did you get that? A little bit, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. But this particular piece is called The Spectacular Save. Uh, and it is up there to celebrate the launch. And it was only on display until October 22nd. So the oh, day so it launched, it's been taken it's been down, down. Right now, yeah. But you can still go check it out online in videos. Uh, we have linked to a YouTube video in the show notes. So remind you of the uh, original trailer for uh, the, the McGuire Spider-Man? The original original with yeah, the Yeah, with the helicopter towers. between the, yeah. yeah. 
the one that uh, never came back because of no, all the, stuff. Yeah. Well, the world. Yeah. Yeah. I do recall it. I know it existed and I downloaded it. No Mandela effect there. No, exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. That actually happened. Yeah. See some more people floating in right now. If you're just joining us, welcome. Welcome to Random Fandom Tuesday night. It's Wes and Andy. We are talking pop culture uh, entertainment news that caught our attention over this last week. If you've got uh, a piece of pop culture or some entertainment news that you want to talk about, hit us up in the live chat or uh, get really ambitious. Pick up the phone. Hit the WhatsApp link and uh, call us up. The line's open. Mm-hmm. And if you're just joining us, this next one has got some blue language in it. Blue? Yeah. Smurfs? No. Oh. Uh, apparently, uh, one of the stars of The Sopranos. Oh. Uh, he's not a fan of the new Top Gun Maverick film. <laughs> Wait, now, as I understand it, is this guy not even acting anymore? No, he's he's done acting and he's doing a podcast with his TV sibling. Uh, what's her name there? It's uh, Jamie Lynn Sigler from, from The Sopranos. Uh, yeah. It's called Not Today, Pal. And I guess they just get topics and go back and forth on what they think of it. And this I mean, particular one, you know. Swinging at genre film. And this is like falls right into the Scorsese thing that we've talked about before. Yeah that it's not really art. And I'm like, well, that just flies in the face of every artist that works on it in any yeah. capacity. I have a real hard time with that. Like, like we're this particular one is riding a huge wave of nostalgia. Like, that's well, what you I mean, to this for, right. <laughs> you know, furthering adventures. I don't want to say that the box office kind of says it all, but I mean, people, you know, are showing the support for the movie with their wallets. Yeah. And so people are going to see it. So, I mean, good, bad, indifferent, the box office kind of matters. So, I mean, I don't know. What is there, what is there to complain about? Well, I I think what he is complaining most about is because of the critical acclaim that it received. Uh, It is won best sound at the 95th Academy Awards, and it was also nominated for best picture. Sure. But you know that movies, genre pictures like this never, ever win the best picture. I would expect it to win in a, in a, in the best sound category, because I mean, that is 50% of the movie. And in a movie where, you know, rocking a jet plane is the core of your movie. You want that to sound as big and and boisterous as possible. And they definitely achieved that. Mm -hmm. By the way, I waited two freaking years for this movie. So, uh, what's, what's this guy's name? uh, Robert, Robert Iller. Yeah. You can eat a dick. Well, just hold that thought here. We got a clip. Oh, okay. So let's roll that one. Oh, sure. Let's see what he has to say. Let's get you riled up. Wait, before I tell him to eat a dick again. All right. Yes. Let's see it. I think Top Gun ruined the whole movie industry. It saved it. No, no, no. I think it ruined everything. It literally saved it. Right. It'll save it for four or five years because people are like, oh, okay, this is shit. It's like eating fucking McDonald's or eating fucking trash food. And all of a sudden people are going to turn around in four years and go, why do I feel bad? Why does it? Because you're watching garbage made fucking me feel movies. Amazing. Yeah, right. And just like a fucking McDonald's thing does for 15 minutes, and then all of a sudden you're going, "Oh, wait a this minute." This from the guy that watches every 90 Day Fiance franchise. 90 Day Fiance. What is are fucking you talking great. about? Because nobody is putting 90 Day Fiance up for a fucking Oscar. You go, "Hey, you want to watch a shit TV show? Watch 90 Day Fiance." We know what it is. So what are you mad at? That people are having to spend money to watch that? That people told me it was a good movie that it got nominated for an Oscar, and then I put it on expecting a fucking Oscar-worthy movie. And it was guys walking in just like, 
hey, fucking uh, Zinger, what, 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 do you, what do you want my six for? And then he's like, oh, hey, bro. Like, it was the fucking court. There was nothing. If you told me and you uh-huh. to sit in a fucking room and write Top Gun 2, there was nothing original about that movie. There's nothing that you go, wow, that, I didn't see that coming. That was interesting. Was there anything interesting about the whole movie? How good Jennifer Connelly looks. Exactly. This is my point. She this looks is what, Five years from now, people are going to go, oh my God, we get, uh, said that this should be fucking best movie ever because we were fucking coming out of you COVID in a fog. It just, we were, but it made me happy. It made me happy. Which and is, you that's don't fine. Like those things. No, it's fine. But then to say, hey, Oscar, best movie, putting it in a category of movies like Godfather and this, ashamed. It ruined the entire movie industry. That's it. I don't want to watch movies anymore. <laughs> Top Gun made me hate movies. Garbage. Absolute fucking garbage. I don't know if those people in the background were added with Foley, but they completely made that clip. Yep. Because that is exactly the reaction I would have given this clown. 100%. I, I can't even say it. Like, there's no chance it ruined movies. There's, uh, I mean, okay. And so we do have the, the comment saying that Top Gun 2 was bad. Question mark. Oh, sorry, with a question mark. Objectively speaking, I can't tell you if it was bad or not because movies are subjective. Yeah. They are so subjective. Like even there, she's like, you know, it was great. It made me feel great. It left a good feeling after the fact. Listen, I'm a genre movie guy. I love this stuff. You know, nobody like I still haul out these movies. I still hollow the original Top Gun once or twice a year and watch it because it's fucking Top Gun. Yeah. You know, I, I really feel couldn't be bothered to see it. That's fair. That is fair. Um, if it comes on network television, if there's a broadcast version and it just happens to be on, I would encourage you, don't flip the channel. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Give fair it enough. A chance, yeah. I mean, it was a it was a blockbuster in the truest sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I say this. Let me let me put my other hat on. Let me put my uh, my ex military hat on. <laughs> The amount of insult that this clown just tossed at every naval aviator or uh, uh, person in the Navy that supported the the, the making, the making of, this, of with this in, motion with picture. Intelligence or. Yeah, absolutely. Like you just like insulted. Insight. You just insulted an entire branch of your military. You're an idiot. You're He's an American, idiot. You Crawl back under a rock. Go away. I don't like you. I don't know you and I don't like you. What's a network channel? That's a. <laughs> we were talking well, listen, about that last week. If you've got the Paramount Plus, it does. It is there. I mean, you could you could just put it on the background when you're making dinner one night. Maybe you get sucked in. I don't know. It's I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Not gonna lie. Cool Star Wars uh, analogy in there. Nice. If you want to go check out the rest of it, though, we did link to the YouTube clip in our show notes. I'm not gonna go and watch this guy. I'm not gonna give him any more air. <laughs> Go away. If you want to, though, he's subjective. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> you can go, <laughs> idiot. Uh, perfect. That's how I feel about that. All right. Well, let's get back to normal. Stuff. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Take me out of it before I explode. Uh, Star Wars has announced a Mace Windu series. <sighs> oh, yeah. And this is good. This one caught me off guard because every time I see series, I'm like, oh. <gasps> New movie? I keep thinking, you know, we live in the era of Disney Plus where, like, Star Wars is a big part of that. It's a big part of that. But then it's like, oh, comic books. That's cool, too. 
Facebook user says, I taught him that. I taught him that. <laughs> Uh, I love it. <laughs> but no, this one is coming out of Marvel Comics, and they're producing uh, two prequel era series, uh, one for Mace Windu and one for Jango Fett. I'm interested. I, I'm not going to lie. I am interested. I wish I had more time and more resources to devote to this stuff, um, because in my mind, I want to read everything. Yes, <laughs> the reality is I just don't. I don't have the time nor yeah. the, the budget. Uh, Mark Bernardine is writing the Mace Windu miniseries, so I guess it's not going to be like an ongoing, just be a limited, but uh, I'm okay with that. It launches in January. I'm okay with that, yeah. And a couple months before it comes out. Uh, the Django Fett one is going to be written by Ethan Sachs, uh, and he's been writing the Bounty Hunter series right now. Yep. yep. So, you know, he's got experience in that area. Yeah. But then they're also doing a uh, an adaptation of Thrawn novels, the new Thrawn novels, the yes. canon, new canon ones. Okay, uh, with Thrawn alliances, I believe. Well, that could be okay. Yeah, but then they're not the only ones. Uh, Marvel and Dark Horse are getting in on this because Dark Horse is doing an Obi Wan Kenobi and Qui Gon Jinn graphic novels, uh, in it's part of a new subseries called uh, Hyperspace Stories. I'm okay with that. So, but yeah, Qui Gon Jinn's my guy, man. Like the most compelling character in the phantom menace true um facebook user says oh it's not showing my name vpn for the win um <laughs> if you are watching from the fandom power podcast discussion group you must give you must search out Streamyard uh, on facebook and give it permission to show your display name otherwise you are anonymous uh, if you are watching from our fan page uh, you have no way to know who you are <laughs> <laughs> well here's another one. Oh, this is interesting after your segments we can play 20 questions oh sure. that would be fun i would play 20 questions could we get 20 questions from the audience i don't know well some nights we could yes i'm sure some nights we could don't worry i'm always thinking of new games to play by the way if you haven't tuned into the show for a while we opened with our random fandom trivia stay tuned because our word our weekly word game lexicon is uh, coming up a little later. I've got another nonsensical word for you to try and figure out what it is. Nice. We do like games. Yep. But again, these will be coming out in the near future. So watch for them, read them, let us know how they go. Uh, I'll be turning to our comic expert, Hank. Yeah, Hank, Hank to... fill me in. What's going on, man? Yep. <laughs> uh, this next one is kind of neat. Uh, John Rise Davies is returning to play Gimli again. I was reading a little bit on this uh, today, this uh, return to Moria. I, mm. I wasn't aware that this was even happening. Apparently it launched uh, today. Yeah, and apparently it's, it is run-of-the-mill uh, uh, survival genre game um, that, as I suspected, leans into the star power of John Rice Davies to get you involved, but doesn't really doesn't really unlock much doesn't really more. do much with him after that hmm. um if you're not familiar with what return to moria is it's another lord of the rings video game of course we know how the last one went this year with the golem game tanking hmm. horribly uh this one takes place after the events of the trilogy of films and the idea is that everything's um, good and they can go back to moria well that's not that's not true. We're right. calling everybody back to retake Moria ah, so, so we the can goblins move are back still in. in there. Yeah. And so the, you, you basically start off exploring uh, uh, the upper levels of Moria and the deeper you go, then the more difficult it gets and so on and so forth. Hmm. So until you get to the bottom and find the Balrog float. <laughs> <laughs> Balrog part two. 
<laughs> Return to Moria, the Balrog's hungry. <laughs> you shall not pass. I did um, like the trailer, though. I yeah. mean, I didn't find, and it's not, there's nothing really earth shattering in the trailer other than it's John Rice Davies. And of course, he sounds amazing every time he opens his mouth. Yep. Um, but it, visually, it didn't look, it was just kind of cutscene ish. Like there was no gameplay footage. So I don't really know what it looks like. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, we have linked to the trailer in our show notes as well. So you can go check it out. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, if this, if this shows up on Game Pass, I might try it, Give it but I'm uh, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go and buy a copy of it um, on the chance that eh, it's not that great. Mm. What do we got? Oh, Facebook user, just let the series end. <sighs> no, they want the Disney format. You know, I did watch, uh, uh, did you watch the prime video series? Uh, I Rings did. Of Power? Yeah. What'd you think? I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it either. So, I mean. I guess maybe that just says I, I'm a sucker for anything that's kind of genre. Again, genre junkie. I can't, I can't help it. But that was okay. Yeah, I, I'd watch another season of it. Last Lord of the Rings game that I played was the one where you played. Uh, oh my God, uh, Shadows of Mordor. I think. Yes, Shadow of Mordor. There was two of them. Hmm. I played the first one where basically you you are haunted by the the ghost of Celebrimbor. Hmm. The guy who forged the rings, hmm. he actually accompanies you or you, he possesses your body in certain super cool game. Um, so if return to Moria sucks, just go play those games. Cause they are good. Excellent. Yeah. They're very good. So this next one's got me bothered. Oh, um, Mark Hamill is coming to. Oh, I, Fan so I, I, and I almost went off on this, but then I'm like, no, no, because I don't know who to, I don't know who to point the finger at, I but I, I want to be, I, my suspicion is it's not Mark. I don't think it would be him. Either. I think it's the, the but, uh, organizers. If you're attending and you want his autograph, I hope be prepared. you're saving. I hope you've got a mortgage payment laying around. Yeah. Uh, for the standard autograph, you are looking at $399 and 99 cents for an eight by 10 photo. Yeah. For a premium, which includes comic books, books, magazines, scripts, newspapers, non-sports cards, DVDs, blah, 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 $499.99. For bulky items, like large 3D items, clothing, or full-size movie posters, you will be doling out $699.99 for an <sighs> autograph. Um. I don't know why that, that doesn't even, that doesn't even make sense to me. No, it doesn't like <laughs> the biggest cry baby in the galaxy. Well, have you, me. have you, <laughs> have you checked out Will Wheaton's social media in the last decade? It's an interesting fellow. Should put those two guys in a room together and see what happens. They did. It was on big bang theory <laughs> <laughs> without scripts. True. Without scripts. But yeah, like uh, a few years back, I went to fan expo in Canada. I've paid some big bucks. And I, for... I thought I was paying big bucks then. I paid $199 yeah. to get front row access to the panel with Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy. That's cool. So I got front row access. That's cool. We got a lithograph with both their autographs on it for the killing joke. Mm. All for that price. Cool. And that was Canadian dollars. Now, how the hell has it jumped this high that quick? Well, this is Fan Expo, right? So, I mean, and I mean, like, which one is this? Is this the one in Florida or San the one Francisco. in San Francisco? These are the same guys that run the one in Toronto. Yeah. So, I mean, the fan expo again, like 
somebody's got to pay for the venue. The organizers got to make some profit on this. So like, it's, I'm sure that this is negotiated. The talent negotiates this with the organizers and the organizers tack on whatever it is they need to be profitable. I can't say that with a hundred percent certainty. I don't, I'm not a convention organizer, but I can't, I cannot imagine that Mark Hamill who's enjoyed such a resurgence in popularity needs that kind of money from his fans considering that i mean from his own social media usage is one of the more i would call accessible mm-hmm. um who like if directly somebody, who directly messages back people sometimes yeah like if yeah. somebody makes a false claim about it he will tweet that back is true that is true yeah 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 that's not bad actually are we compared are we to si- what yeah compared to what like when i did my fan expo trip that year it was 700 and something all in for yeah. the entire weekend I got a William Shatner autograph for a hundred bucks. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't, I, I paid for a photo op with him a few years later. I think I paid 300 for that. And I got a personal, like I got a photograph with him. Yeah. The, the, the infamous death shot that I will not show people because <laughs> it looks like he's dying, but anyway, I've got it. I don't get it. Yeah, like, I don't I, get it. I remember it. This, my first fan expo and I got Roddy Roddy Piper's autograph for 35 bucks. This falls into that. It creates a whole it creates this like there is only a certain class of of people that are going to get this autograph and it's not you or I. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh $699.99 US could go a long way towards what we do here at the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's that's like a new mixer that's a new microphone two new microphones a new camera like no hell that's a hot toy yeah 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 sarah oh wait what do we got we got a facebook user says he couldn't even pay me 399 dollars 99 to take his autograph if he was paying me to take his autograph i would take strong feelings i did pay for it so but uh sarah i don't think it's mark he's a nice guy and he doesn't need the money that's kind of where i'm at with it i just i i I wonder where stuff like this comes from yeah and i have to point the finger at the organizer and go what are you doing yeah what are you doing like yeah even this year's my friend went to toronto's fan expo this year yeah and he got me a couple of the comic books and they are still the same price like for a non-foil you're looking at 15 bucks for a foil you're looking at 25 yeah and that's been the same since the last time i was there right right well this is true uh uh, from our anonymous facebook user autographs have a little to no meaning anymore until somebody dies and then suddenly they just jack everybody thinks it's worth gold right I don't but know. I mean, besides, to be like, it's supposed to be a personal thing. Like every autograph I have, and I've got a few, I have acquired face to face. Yes. So it has it has meaning to me. My autographs might not have any meaning to you, no, but but it was a moment for you. Absolutely. And it goes like, how much are you willing to pay for that moment? Yeah. And no, no, I hear things you. the way they are these days. It's not. I hear even, you. This, this to me is like they sat, whoever, like the organizer sat down in a room, this closed door meeting and said, well, we know that not, you know, let's say he's there for the whole weekend for the three days or whatever. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be able to meet him. So let's just make sure that, you know, only certain people yeah. can meet him. Yeah. Yeah. That's another F you go away. Yep. Awful. 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 And speaking of awful people. Oh. Apparently, there were awful people at screenings for uh, Taylor Swift's Eras tour screening. 
I read some of the blowback on this and I'm not sure. I don't know how to take this one. I don't know how to take it either. Like I mean, there's it, a, like it's literally her concert in, it's a concert video. Format. It is yeah. a concert video and people are getting up and singing along and clapping and to which lighters out, whatever to which she did encourage people. Yeah. Go have fun. Dance. Yeah. Treat it like a concert. Even the theater chains were like, yeah, dance, have a good time, but don't, don't bother other people. Yeah. How do you police I mean, that? Exactly. <laughs> How do you, especially when you have that? like more than half the theater engaging in it? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's viral posts out there showing people like, you know, just getting up and dancing and singing in the aisles. And apparently my granddaughter went to this. Yeah. Yeah. So I have yet to talk to her to find out if she had a good time, but I'm going to ask her next time I see her. What do we got going on? Uh, Facebook user. I'd rather meet the guy who played baby Superman in the original Christopher Reeve movies. <laughs> wow. That's a really strong opinion. Mm-hmm. But you know, wow. what's funny. The que- I have a one question years ago. I just want to know what did Mark Hamill do? That was so egregious. How did, curiosity. How did Mark hurt you? <laughs> where I would <laughs> show me where Mark touched you. <laughs> right there in the heart in the heart in the feels end of the mandalorian made you cry (laughs) but no speaking of meeting babies did make me cry you know meeting babies yes uh did you know you could meet the dude that was on the cover of the nirvana yeah so oh yes of course the guy has been he's a laughing stock is he yes the whole lawsuit about like they used me without telling me in their their what was it there was a word they he was trying to there was a lawsuit he couldn't self-advocate there was a lawsuit about how he was uh, exploited this is the guy who's made a living out of personal appearances as the nirvana baby that's who he is yeah go away evening tjc good evening gentlemen hello sir i hope all is well uh across the pond um oh what's going on next in your uh in your uh, series of game streams hmm He's also uh, the kid at the photo booth in Superman three. I did. That's that. cool. That's cool. I do like that. And that's one. the Richard Pryor one. Nirvana baby is a dink. <laughs> <laughs> He's a double income. No kids. <laughs> no, no. The other kind. Right. Oh, uh-huh. that's terrible. So uh, today, Britney Spears released her uh, memoir. Britney's back in the news. Again. Yes, she is. Not only that, there was a, oh yeah, uh, very, yeah hurt or uh, painful memory i guess you're gonna call this at this point well i would yeah i would uh, i read the i uh, sort of the uh cole's notes version of this um that she and justin timberlake were pregnant yeah and, and, and they've he did not want to be a father he was he said they were too young not ready for yeah. it and according to her she kind of pressured her into getting it done you know, it's a tough situation to be in when you're young. I mean, when were they together? Like after the Mickey Mouse Club? I don't know. It was early in her career, pretty early in his as well. Like before, before he was a soloist, I think. Yeah. Apparently they split in 2002. Well, so, 20 years ago. Yeah. Man. But, but still, that's a, that's a very, uh, that's it's very that, telling, you know, yeah. like it's a it very, do I call it courageous for, for telling that story? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, the memoir, it comes two years after she was released from her court ordered. Conservative. Oh yes. Yes. Uh, they're saying that this is promising to reveal for the first time, her incredible journey and strength at the core of one of the greatest performers in pop music history. 
I did watch the documentary on her. I have not. Seen uh, it's it's totally worth watching. Yeah, because it ends. It ends with her in court reading her statement to the judge. Nice about her, her life under the conservatorship, and it's like, oh shit! And then shortly after that, she was granted she her. Was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Uh, they continue to say that it illuminates the enduring power of music and love and the importance of a woman telling her own story on her own terms. So good honor for that. Yeah. 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 And I know we were talking about Netflix last week and I think the week before, but uh, what are they doing now? Now uh, they are ending support for some older Blu-ray players, game systems. And yeah, smart that TVs. was bound to happen. Eventually that yeah. was bound to happen. That's like, I don't even know. I haven't plugged one in lately. I guess the old Roku boxes are still working. Apparently Roku are still going. Still working. Uh, they smart. do recommend that you run it with a with a flash drive now, though, for uh, expand the memory. Oh, okay. <laughs> At least the one I have. I think I've got a Roku 2. Hmm. So it's got to be, what, 10, close to 10 years old? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But uh, according to Netflix, uh, there is a page warning that will come up that says uh, Netflix is no longer available on your device. But you can still enjoy it on a whole bunch of TV, different TVs and streaming devices as well. Listen, if I walked around my house and I went and picked up all the remotes for all of the devices in the house, and I'm sure you guys have seen this too, you buy a thing and they've they've gone into a deal. And I'll, Netflix is a great example. Netflix was on every device. It had its own button, had the Netflix yep. button. How many of those same devices had other proprietary buttons for services that don't even exist anymore? Yep. Um, anybody got the voodoo button on their thing? Voodoo? What the hell is that? Don't know. You know what I mean, though. Just stuff that just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But if you're worried about this, you can go check our show notes. We do have a link to the list of compatible devices that are still available. That are st- oh older devices. Yeah. Older. Okay. So interesting. Go check that. Do you know by off chance how far back it goes? I do not. I'd be interested to see what the oldest thing is that they support. Uh, I believe if your TV started coming with Netflix, you're yeah, good to go. The TVs are okay. But like if you got one that you had to add it to it. Oh yeah. You might be out of luck. I wonder if that just is a, we haven't, uh, we just got our first smart television. I've always had some form of streaming box, whether it was a Roku box or an Amazon fire stick. I'm wondering if the TV at some point will say no. Yeah. Maybe. And I hope not. TJC. TJC had a great stream tonight. Are you both gamers? I'd like to think that I am a, of the casual variety. I am less casual in that. I have not played in quite a while. (laughs) I am playing currently playing Starfield and I'm holding off, but I will be downloading or sorry with game pass. I will be taking on the new Forza motorsport because I am a huge Forza fan. So yes, yes. Casual gamer. I am. Well, on from games, let's talk about some toys. Woo! I did uh, see some toy news this week. You I did. think, oh, this next one, I think, is one I sent you. Facebook user says I am. I am. Yeah, this is one you sent me. Uh, I said this a while ago uh, when when I was angry. By the way, I'm still angry at Hasbro over this. G.I. <laughs> Joe Classified. I've said it before. If you are a G.I. Joe fan, now is one of the most amazing times to be a G.I. Joe fan in the toy world because you've got no shortage of, of classified series. By the way, I saw a tunnel rat today when I was at the store. I know he's getting more common yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. A few months ago, I guess it was probably closer to a year ago, a while ago, Mezco in their one twelve collective line released Destro. And I, I think I said something to the effect of this is how you do a six inch 
G.I. Joe line. Mm -hmm. And here we have the follow-up to that, and it's Duke. And once again, he looks freaking amazing. And there is no shortage of accessories coming with this guy. Yeah. Again, it is a 112 collective figure. And I mean, 112 collective, I think the easiest way to describe that is think of them as six-inch hot toys. Yeah. Um, Super detailed, uh, real fabric uh, um, uh, clothing, in this case, a uniform. God, does he ever look good? Yeah. Comes with his uh, sergeant shirt, a scarf, a removable chest harness, cargo pants, sturdy combat boots, and a utility belt. Nice. Uh, but then he also comes with, uh, let's see here, a grenade launcher, machine gun, handgun, six grenades, two distinct styles, uh, a knife, multiple weapon effects, and a whole bunch of different hand and... Uh, it looks like three heads. Yeah, three different heads. Three portraits. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we'll ever get the the breadth. Oh, there you go. There's the rest of them. Yeah. I don't think we'd ever get the width, the breadth, and depth of it, of of characters on a one to, on the 112 collective that we're getting from GI Joe Classified. No. But man, if I could afford to go down that rabbit hole, it's almost like, do I? Do I? Don't I? It's an expensive hole to go down. It it absolutely uh, is. Yeah, he's coming out at uh, 112 US right now. Yeah, interest at 112 and the 112 collective. Yeah. Well, at least they keep it easy, right? <laughs> so, I mean, I would expect to see him in Canada for no less than, what, 120 to $130? Yeah. Somewhere around that. Yeah, yeah. TGC. Oh, TJC would happily have you both on the stream sometime. Oh, that could be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot of fun. love to hang out and, uh, and chew the fat about some games. But speaking of things that are more expensive. Yeah. Uh, this next one, uh, Hot Toys. As you were saying. Oh, speaking of hot toys, yeah. uh, they have released a six scale Venom from the Spider-Man 2 game. Well, how did and I miss this holy one? hell, is this thing a beast? I was going to say, look at the size of that. If that's 20.8 inches tall. Yeah, it's huge. To scale next to your, your average 12 inch hot toys. Well, I guess if you haven't played the game yet, now you kind of know the, the look of Venom. <laughs> the scale. <laughs> He's huge. He's massive. He is, he is a beast, but uh, he looks so good. Did he ever get drawn like that in the books? He did. Like that big? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. At one point, uh, he was like super, super bulky. Okay. And, uh, but like his original appearance in the Todd McFarlane days, you know, he yeah. was at least a similar size. That's what I was thinking. Like, but uh, over the years, like the Mac Gargan variant, he got bigger and bigger. And I remember the original Eddie Brock. And I mean, he was sort of a big yeah. blocky guy to begin with, but that version of Venom was the size of Eddie Brock. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's varied over the years. It makes those it makes uh well, I guess soon Peter and, and Miles there look like children. Yep. They look like hobbits standing beside him. <laughs> Spider hobbits. Yep. Spobbits. But uh yeah, it comes with like multiple head sculpts, different hands. Uh and like what we've got on screen here does not do it justice. So we have included a link in the show notes to go check it out at oh, nice. because you've got to see the product photography on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And wow. Silver Spider on YouTube says, uh, Venom looks amazing. I want this. Man, I want it too. But, so uh, I want. <laughs> it comes in uh, before shipping and border duties and all that. Oh, for Six, us? Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. 642.96 Canadian. 642.00 Canadian. Yeah, that's out of my price range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hit that like, people. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah. Don't forget. Uh, if you're a gaming fan, head over and uh, uh, head over to TJC's YouTube channel and check out his stuff as well. Mm-hmm. 
this next one is good news for Marvel collectors. Oh, Silver Spider, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, good to see you, man. Thanks for stopping by. Have a good night. Uh, the Giant Man has been funded. Uh, that was sort of a last minute, wasn't it? Uh, no, it's still got a little bit to go. Is there still more time to go? I believe so. Where are we at? 13889 yep. so When was crossed, that photo? That was today. That's earlier today? Yep. Nice. So they've crossed the 10000 mark and then some. I'm going to... Let me get the uh, absolute... Haslab giant man let's get the numbers right now oh no i'm wrong uh it closed october 23rd so oh, last so it, night. it closed last night yeah all right well it made us goal so uh so yeah that's the final number actually thirteen thousand eight hundred and eighty nine. okay that, that is the uh, the final number um we talked about this before when we saw it mm -hmm. and i'm like it reminds me of the toy biz one yeah just really really big not my thing no not my thing no no not my thing for, for like an original Avengers collector, I'm sure this would be right there. I, I agree. I agree. But again, it's just not. Yeah. Again, you know me. I, the MCU is my is, your, <laughs> is my thing. Yeah. yeah. Except for my new Warriors. Uh, I'm getting two more. <laughs> We're getting two more. Yep. It's another one here that's on the uh, expensive end of things. There was an update on that uh, today. Today? Was yesterday? There? Yeah. The uh, Reaction Cobra Mothership. I saw this. Uh, we did see a prototype. What is that? New York Toy Fair, I think. I think so. Um, that showed this off, and I was like, "That's very ambitious." Mm. Um, clearly not to scale, but but it does fit your three and three quarter reaction figures and or your, your original O ring, your o -ring guys. figures. Be careful. You know, all the Joe collectors already know this. Do not do not shove the the foot onto the peg. Yeah. Oh, TJC's got an update for us there. He says uh, that 642 Canadian dollars uh, works out to be 467 US or 384 GBP. Oh, that's a kick in the pills. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the I like what this represents. I don't know if I like it as a thing. Yeah. I like that it's it's available, that people who want this can get it. I like that it exists. Yeah. It's not, not for me. Well, I, I don't think it's everyone's jam either because it is missed its early funding goal. Uh, I saw which was that. supposed to be two functional soft vinyl Cobra parachutes. Yeah. There so was something. Those that are just, not coming out. Let me see if I can find it here. Cause I, I know I saw something on this. It was either this morning. Maybe it was last night. Maybe super, not eight, super seven. Nope. I can't even spell it right. What's wrong with me? <laughs> super seven there we go let's let's look it up because i saw this there's still three tiers though there is yeah uh yeah so wait here this is just an hour ago the, oh. the advancement of cobra will be profound with the cobra mothership in action now's your chance to join the cobra ranks with this crowdfunded vehicle inspired by the opening sequence of the animated series gi joe a real american hero Custom built to scale with your 3.75 inch reaction figures, as well as vintage GI Joe O-ring figures. The Cobra Mothership is a massive 31 inch in diameter, comes with three vertical thruster display stands to display your ship as it begins to take flight. That's not the thing I was thinking of. No, no, there was something about their, uh, a pair of, a pair of guns. Here it is. Thank you for everyone who has supported the Mothership crowdfunding project so far. This was yesterday. The early bird timeframe has passed. And unfortunately the Cobra escape, parachutes will not be a reality 
However, the project continues and fans can look forward to supporting the Tier 1 Unlock that will add a pair of front-mounting seated weapon turrets for your Cobra reaction figures and a sticker sheet of Cobra logos, symbols, and battle damage details for the ship's interior and exterior. Visit Super7.com for all the pre-ordered details. Hmm. Yeah, so I knew I saw something about that. Uh, Facebook user says, how many rubles is that? How many rubles is that? I don't know. A lot. And then, uh, a lot. Do they still have the Kung Fu grip? Only when they're G- only 12 inch GI Joe's had the Kung Kung Fu grip. Yeah. The other ones, they just had the little C hand. Sure. So and that's so whatever weapon they came your, with. your 82 straight arms. Yeah. And then after that, they called when they added the elbow thing, they called that swivel arm battle grip. Ooh. Do you remember that? No. Swivel arm battle grip. I just remember playing with them. But yeah, they're still uh well there it is. There's the sticker sheet I was yeah, talking there, about. There's three tiers to unlock. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that they are still gonna honor if they get there. Uh tier one gets you the gun uh well see you're mouse. way ahead of me on this one. Uh tier two gets you two little bubble pods. Oh, two trouble bubbles. Tier three gets you two extra soldiers to man the thing. Are those supposed to be vipers? I believe some sort of viper. A stylized looking thing. Uh I th- the other two are listed as gunners, but they're in a different color scheme too. So gunner reaction figure. Now those look like the Viper, the traditional Viper yeah. colors. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. You're supposed to get to in tier three, you get one Cobra Viper officer. Oh, and one okay, okay. Gunner officer. Oh, all right. So there's gotta be a joke on this one. TJC says uh, the Kung Fu grip or the Bob Brecken grip as it's also known. Is Bob Brecken somebody who worked on the line? Maybe I don't know. That's either a joke or that we don't get, or maybe maybe it's a designer. I don't know. The Bob maybe. Brecken grip. I'm going to learn something. I'm sure. <laughs> One way or another, you're either going to tell me or I'm going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Could be dangerous. I won't do it right now during the during the show though. Yeah. But yeah, you know, lots of time to get this one out. It's uh, going till December 11th, I believe. So nice. Uh, this next one's kind of more current. Uh, see, is uh, season three or four? What are we into now? Of Chucky. Uh, oh my gosh! Well, that's your department, not I, mine. I man. can't remember what season we're in, but anyway. Oh, here we go. Aha! Bob Brecken grip because he designed it based on his own hand. Fair enough. Thank you for that. Now I feel much more educated. Okay. But this particular Chucky is coming from NECA. It's based on the TV show. Uh, four interchangeable head sculpts, uh, butcher knife, syringe, uh, interchangeable burnt arm, a couple different hand alterations, including the finger. And you know, uh, yeah, 15 points of articulation. Once again, I look at stuff from NECA and I, the sculpting is always sort of top tier. It looks yeah. great. It's certainly the pre-production stuff always looks amazing. No, I don't have a link to it, but the the promotional piece they put on facebook for this yeah is a stop motion animated oh really using him and it's awesome it's good okay that's cool that's cool. so head over to neca's uh, facebook page to check that one out excellent but you had mentioned this one here uh, which is kind of weird because what was it two weeks ago yeah that we were talking about this but yeah it, it's funny it's upstairs on the on the dining room table right now uh, i just recently had a birthday and it's the only reason that i got the gaming not the gaming greats but the the star wars the unleashed. Uh, force unleashed a uh, uh, multi-pack with star killer and the two stormtroopers i said if they only did this i would have gotten just this had i have waited now look we're getting a single release of star killer in the gaming greats line so but you only get one lightsaber 
that's fine. And you, you don't get all the extras. So no force lightning, no, no extra storm. Obviously not the stormtroopers. No force lightning, no extra hands, no extra lightsaber, no extra portraits. But this is ostensibly the same figure that's yeah. in the deluxe set. Just stripped down with all its accessories. But you know, and remember when I said this, I played Starkiller as a good guy. Yeah. I would have wanted the blue lightsaber anyway. So did I make the right choice? Maybe. Maybe I did. Or maybe there's going to be my wife variants made, out there. My wife made the right choice for me and uh, and bought it for me for my birthday. Yeah. I love you, honey. Who knows? There could be a chase version where he comes with a blue saber, right? Has Hasbro done chase variants on well, Black Have they done? I don't think they've done a chase variant for the well, Black Well, there series. was a, oh, the two fake Darth Mauls. The yellow. Oh, but those were, yeah, those were gaming. Yeah, those were the yeah. the Knight Brother. Yes, the Knight Brother. One with the bow and one with the with the like a sword or something. One was yellow and one was red tattoos. Yeah, they all both use the mall. Yeah, the mall uh, lower body anyway. Yeah. Well, TJC says. Speaking of which, if you have a search, uh, search Bob has a new book called My Palatoy Story. Neat. That's cool. He also says uh, Force Unleashed was a great game. Yes, both of them. I have it to play it. Enjoy. But I played it yet. Oh man, you're a few years behind. I'm many years behind. <laughs> I was gonna say you're a few generations behind. Yeah. But, uh, I, I am happy with this though. I mean, looking at the artwork and seeing it uh, uh, as we are right now, I I wasn't sure on the portrait when we saw the deluxe set before, but now that I've seen it a little closer up, I'm more happy with it. Like it, yeah. I might be saving it for an unboxing, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. 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 Now, for the rest of uh, the folks out there. They're going to be waiting a while because you get to pre-order this guy tomorrow, October 25th, and it's expected to ship sometime in spring 2024. So the one thing I will say with the black series is that uh, the release, the disparity between release dates between the United States and Canada, at least on black series has been getting more weird. Well, sometimes it's, it's okay. And other times it's, it's not, but I didn't expect to see the, the, uh, the box set of this within a week or two of when we talked about mm. it. So it's a hit or miss, but generally speaking, I think it's getting better with the big asterisk. Mm -hmm. uh, this next one, I guess is also for the diehard fans uh, from <laughs> reflex collectibles. Just saw this one today. Yeah. It went, Oh my God. Rick hunters, one to one scale <laughs> limited edition replica helmet from for, uh, yeah. For our friends over at the uh, reflex point podcast, I sent this to both of them and I said, Hey guys, yeah, I know what you can get me for Christmas. <laughs> and then, and then we went and looked at the price of it. Woo. And if you want to, yeah. $699.99 with a 105 non-refundable down payment. That's through uh, big, uh, big, big Toy Store. Yeah. com. That being said, that's a banger of a helmet, by the way. I've seen, there's a couple, uh, there's a guy in Japan that was making these, was custom making these out of motorcycle helmets. Really? Yeah. And I'm thinking... I think I could have bought one of those. And probably bought your own. <laughs> yeah, but well, what at, did you uh, say earlier in the in the thing? For that price, it should be. It uh, better have a ballistic rating. Yeah. <laughs> its own oxygen supply. <laughs> I mean, it is supposed to be space worthy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's made of fiberglass, scaled one to one. It's from the animated series Robotech, and uh, it is solid, but intended to be a collectible. So I guess that says no don't put it on your head. No. It will not save you fiberglass. So that's funny because there's not $700 worth of fiberglass. in no. that. There's no way. No. Maybe no it's way. like such a limited run. Maybe. 
Well, I've never heard of this company before, uh, Reflex Collectible Collectibles. I don't know if they do anything else, um, and I didn't have chance a chance to go and look them up. So, uh, <laughs> great comment. This has got to be from either Paul or Major, who says, if it doesn't come with a neckerchief, I'm out. The joke being that Rick Hunter wore this. Always had one. The neckerchief, yeah. Which, by the way, apparently makes your flight suit spaceworthy if you tuck it up underneath. Well, yeah. <laughs> It also can plug holes in your ship when you're in the vacuum. <laughs> it could work. Suspension of disbelief. Yep. But I do believe it is that time we turn. Is it, it that time again where we uh, fire up the old machine? Let's get this thing going. It is. Wait a minute. Where is it? I don't know. I don't know. I've currently lost track of everything. There it is. Here we go. Loading lexicon. Generating responses. Response is ready. Lexicon is the word game where you decide what's real and what is a con. Get ready. Here we go. All right. Once again, it is time for Lexicon, the word game where we put up a completely nonsensical but yet 100% real word. I'm going to give you three definitions. Your job is to pick out the right one. And if I've done my job, I fool you and we pull off the con. Are you ready to check out this week's word? Let's do it. All right. This week's word is... Yeamless. 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 Want to hear it again? Yeah. Yeamless. All right. All right. Our definition number one... Definition number one is... A specialized but obsolete type of 19th century pocket watch known for its intricate craftsmanship and unique timekeeping mechanism. The Yeamless was different from other pocket watches in that it could simultaneously display both the local time and the phases of the moon, making it a symbol of prestige and sophistication. That's definition number one. All right, uh, definition uh, number two. An old word for reckless or careless. That's definition number two. And a definition number three. In the field of oneirology, that is the study of dreams. Yeamless is a term used to describe the subconscious experience of dreaming of an entirely different but detailed life that is nothing like the dreamer's natural waking life. There you go. Yeamless. Is it a uh, fancy type of obsolete uh, pocket watch? Is it a word for reckless or careless? Or is it a uh, dream state where you dream of a completely different life? A multiverse dream. <laughs> what do you guys say oh sarah's chimed in sarah comes in at uh with a, a number two that's a one for number two i'm pretty stuck on this one this week really yeah not even like a throw something at the wall and see what sticks well that's two major chimes in that's uh, also going with number two that's two for two well if you take away the ye and then you got like melee <laughs> ye melee you melee it could be number two i think okay so i'll go with number two as well well let me tell you if you did uh sorry where am i here here we go if you did say dun, 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 number two you are correct it is number two yeah yeamless uh, an old word for reckless or careless or now we're gonna make a shirt that says ye old melee tjc yeah i'd agree it seems like number two yeah yeamless Number one just seemed too expensive. Great word. It's a good insulting word where they then have to ask you what it means. 
see that's the best part of this is you learn something crazy we're gonna bring back all the old obsolete words like don't this. be so yameless <laughs> young whippersnapper you're so yameless <laughs> what did he just say what thank you i mean i i looked at this and i'm like what what's the other what's the word uh um yeet yes I, I th- immediately thought of yeet when I read this. I'm like, yeamless. It sounds like yeeting. So like all the millennials are going to be like, oh, I know what that is. It's to throw something. No, Who knows? Not. Who knows? Yeah. All right. This has been uh, this week's edition of Lexicon. Come back next week and I'll have another uh, weird nonsensical word that is 100% legit. And uh, we'll do it all over again. Back over to you, Andy. All righty. Uh, so this next one, uh, the internet is currently roasting. Uh-oh. Uh, Skull Island rise of kong oh. is being hailed as the worst game well come on i mean it just uh, look at graphics circa 1990 what Yep. i mean uh diddy kong looked better than that he did <laughs> I, I guess the memes are starting to circulate especially with the uh, one particular capture there in the corner um this is uh, what are you gonna say about it? Like, well do not buy the new king kong game it's a complete scam actual cutscene gameplay of skull island rise of kong this costs 40 dollars and is made by people that make low effort shovelware with big ip franchises. the modern uh ljn wow it still looks better than the original animation on tomb raider <laughs> wasn't that supposed to get a remake here pretty soon i think so yeah but uh according to uh game mill described it as uh, an exhilarating third person action adventure game that lets you become kong on a journey of vengeance oh boy as you fight to claim your rightful place as king of skull island oh really but people are not taking it like that <laughs> it's hard to look at i'm not gonna lie it is like it's i don't know i mean the googly eyes there on uh, the top right that's yeah it's unnerving oh tjc uh says uh, Jay streamed it the other night. It really sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook user, PS1 character design. Yeah. Exactly. Tomb Raider, the first one. <laughs> oh, it's, you laugh because it's true. Yeah. So, so like, I don't know. Is this another one of those cash grabs where they just so had to do bad. something in order so to retain bad. the IP? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. This next, uh, this item, next one. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to make some decisions. This is a great one. Guys, this is a good one. I want to know your thoughts on this because this could affect, well, it's going to affect everybody who uses it. Or will it? Well, it, it might. Based on what it says here, I think the majority of users right now are safe. But uh, anybody new signing up is going to have to give a dollar. There we Elon. go. Elon Musk about to charge Twitter users a dollar a year. To post. to post content otherwise your account you're just, you're just a lurker restricted to read only yep that's going to get we're going to get it at some point yeah if for some, some point. point we're going to get it yeah and you know there's a lot of people out there would say well it's only a dollar a year but if how many let me just <laughs> i'm going to do how some many math here how many users are there yeah, i'm going to ask the google machine how many twitter users are there dun 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 Oh, it's really thinking about it. it. Has to tabulate. It's a big number. I'm gonna just type it in because apparently talking to Google <laughs> didn't tell me. TJC says, "I'm so glad I don't use Twitter." <laughs> but yeah, as of uh, October 17th, they said it. In All right, here August. we go. Here we go. This is from September, September of 2023. There are 528.3 million Ooh. active monthly users. 
at $1 a year. That's $528 million a year. Oof. I mean, of all the social media, and we've said this before, yeah. we, we primarily use Facebook. It is the, it's the social media for old people, and we kind of fit the bill. So yeah. and I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed of that at all. I'm not on the leading edge of everything. But do I want to pay a dollar a year just or to what post it, stuff to be able to to post the three or four times a month that I might post when something's going on with the show. Yeah. Is there another way? Am I going to, because I don't think that Twitter is really benefit. We're not seeing a lot of benefit from Twitter on the show. No. Mind you, we're not using it as much as we, we don't have much of a reach there. And we don't, we don't. Facebook has always been sort of our, our like, go-to you need a sex tape or something to make it go viral. <laughs> like, how, how does the Twitter even work anymore? Uh, Nolan showers with the wow, triple exclamation, uh, quadruple exclamation point. I am with you. Wow is right. Yeah, like they're saying this is supposed to prevent bots from going on and posting. But then stuff. they say it's not even going to stop all of them, but no. it should help. Yeah. Are we really, is anybody, Anybody that's within uh, earshot of my voice, are you really troubled by bots in the Twitterverse? No. Are, are you? No. I'm not. I mean, I only use Twitter for the show. I think that's how I got most of my followers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, here at the show, uh, decisions are going to have to be made. It's not a decision that I can make alone. There's, uh, of course, Andy and Hank, who's not with us tonight. We'll all have to have a, a head-to-head about that, but... I am all for, I am not paying a dollar a year to Just use to post. No, not going to do it. Because no. you do that. And then it's like the benchmark for every other social media. Absolutely. Well, maybe this will get uh, Elon into the ring. Now we can maybe. get him and, him and the Zuckerberg fight can finally happen. Yeah. I'm going to charge people a dollar a year. If I win, you're not. <laughs> there you go. Nolan says Just to pad his pockets. Probably. Absolutely. I mean. Like I fires the, you know, the whole board and appoints yeah. himself as CEO. And then just to says, I'm just going to do shit. Cause I I'm can. I'm going to change it to X without even checking. I don't even know. I'd have to do some more research to see like what, what the, the bigger impact has been since him taking over. Yeah. Um, if it's really adversely affected the company, but I don't want to pay a dollar a year. No. And, and the other thing, it'll be a, in addition to the uh blue check mark eight dollar a month one we're which we're not paying for so and never will no so i don't need a blue check yeah yeah oh you know we got uh, another comment here from facebook Uh, it's a slippery slope just to get your payment information and then they start charging you a monthly fee yep yeah 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 right and then like most people uh if you're you know for even for me who likes to stream everything i i legitimately pay for pretty much all by the way added two more services this week oh i added uh well here in canada i added stack tv so my wife can watch survivor when it's broadcast um that's a good one though that gets you adult swim and all the it does stuff. yeah and then i added apple tv plus which has got some great sci-fi genre stuff genre i'm tempted by that one it's it's worth it yeah i'll tell you i've only been watching it for a couple of days but already i'm like yep it's good nice it's good but yeah i am you know like if you're a streamer like we are and suddenly you get those periodic uh, price hikes, do you really, how many people pay attention to every email that comes through their inbox? No. Right. So like, ignore if you Hey, we're upgrading or we're updating our terms of service. And by the way, we're going to jump the price up. Yeah, exactly. So but you didn't read that until page seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, moving on to some Marvel news here. Uh, this one does not 
necessarily sit well with me. No. I mean, it could be good. It could be bad. Could be. Uh, but Marvel has hit reset on Daredevil Born Again, and they have fired all directors. Everybody. Everybody. Well, and good for them. And the, the reason for that is they want to go back and do things with an actual showrunner. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you have done that from the first place? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, could they not given them a chance to maybe fix it? I mean, it's not done yet. I mean, if you're going for cohesion, I mean, that's got to say something. Now, it could be a case of the Batwoman thing or or like some of those other uh, DC properties that are like, we'll just take the tax right off because it's better for the studio. At the same time, from an artistic perspective, if the cohesiveness isn't there, I can see, yeah, yeah. Like, let's cut it off at the knees right now. Let's do a, a hard reset and get like somebody to oversee the whole thing. So the just, continuity and the cohesiveness is there. Just go out and grab the people who did the Netflix series. They got the chops. They know yeah. what they're doing. And, yeah. and I guess that's the whole thing. And they said uh, the series was not up to standards. Um, like, I guess Charlie Cox wasn't slated to show up in costume until the fourth episode. How do you have a wow. daredevil show without the daredevil? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, okay, that's apparently true. they were going for more like a legal procedural thing that would see more courtroom drama. Didn't we just have that with uh, She Hulk? Yeah. yeah, all right, we don't need to repeat that. No, and they, even there, like when he showed up, he was in costume. That's true, and the yellow costume. New costume. I did like that. I I did like that part. It was almost the the it was the you know her show got Boba Fetted a little bit. It got Mandalorian. <laughs> the best episode of she hulk is the episode with daredevil did you see the meme that came after that though what's that uh it's got foggy and matt and they're standing in front of the plaque out front and uh they're standing there and he's like oh you just got back from your san francisco trip why is the d missing off uh the sign he's like well i gave it to a girl <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah but anyway Sticking with the Marvel Universe here. Oh, sure. Uh, there's a new book out. Uh, oh? Yeah. The Reign of Marvel Studios. Is this an official or an unofficial? This is an official. Oh, official. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Uh, Marvel Entertainment and... Uh, oh, what is it here? They've gone in and they've had uh, Joanna Robinson, Dave Gonzalez, and Gavin Edwards. Yep. Uh, they've got... Had them draw on... Uh, more than a hundred interviews with actors, producers, directors, writers, and they presented like a definitive chronicle of Marvel oh, that's studios. Cool. That's cool. And it's ongoing production of the Marvel cinematic universe. So apparently they're saying that even hardcore fans will find new stuff in this. Interesting. Book. That's cool. So I always like that stuff. Yeah. Uh, the hardcover is available for 47 on uh, amazon.ca. Yep. We've also linked to that in show notes, <laughs> but, uh, they're also saying that this book has confirmed a bunch of future stuff. Oh, like secret wars will launch a soft reboot of the MCU. Oh, cool. Uh, past characters will return like T'Challa, Tony, Steve, and Natasha, but they're thinking with different actors. So whether or not they pull multiverse or ultimate universe or whatever, you know, if it's done right, I'm okay with it. I mean, I, I've always been okay with this. I always say, you know, bond bond is sort of the template for. Yeah reinventing your characters every couple of you know every couple of few films yeah. uh, they're also saying that the sony spider-man universe will officially be canon really within the mcu yep interesting and that uh, the avengers x-men fantastic four 
uh, Spider-Man universe characters, defenders, inhumans are all going to coexist in one universe slash multiverse. We're so, talking about the inhumans and stuff that's already come before. Yep. The, I actually liked that show. Really? I did. I liked it. But they cut Medusa's hair off. I know. I eat character Medusa and cut her hair off. I know it was awful, but it's terrible. The rest of it was cool. Yeah. I liked it. Differing opinions. I liked Anson Mount. How's that? Okay. But yeah, apparently it's supposed to be a good read. Um, so you might learn a thing or two about Marvel you didn't know. Sticking with Marvel for a second, did you did you read the thing this week that said they actually thought they had a banger with uh, Quantum Mania? Yeah, and apparently, like <laughs> it wasn't until it, it wasn't until it hit the box office they went, "Oh, this isn't working." <laughs> I don't understand why it was a good movie. Wasn't a great movie. It was all right. It was just all right. It was a good Ant Man movie. You got some quantum verse stuff and shrinking and growing. It definitely told showed me that the uh, that they completely misused their villain. How's that? Yeah, yeah, that's another story. Yeah, he shouldn't be able to defeat that. Like, if this is your villain for the next phase, absolutely, he shouldn't be able to be, you know, squashed by Ant Man by ants. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, ants from the future or from wherever they were in the quantum realm. I can't remember. This next one's kind of sad, though. Oh, the world has lost. Uh -oh. oh, I saw this today. Yeah, the world's oldest dog at Will the age the of thirty-one. Oldest dog has died. That's amazing, though. Yeah, um, uh, world's oldest dog in the Guinness World Book of Records: uh, thirty-one years and one hundred and sixty-five days. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wait, speaking of Guinness records. Did you get the thing I sent you the other day about the pepper on hot ones? Pepper X. Yes. Yeah. Did you cover it? Uh, well, we covered the announcement last week. Did you put it in this week? I didn't put in them tasting it. Oh, they actually got their Guinness record on hot ones. Really? Yes. I missed it. It's part. in the video. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Side story. <laughs> Cause I know they'd gotten, I the saw Guinness the Guinness record. world record and I'm like, Oh, they actually presented the world record to the guy on hot ones. Yeah. I missed that part. Yeah, so, so I do apologize. Uh, but so hot, hot ones fans, the last dab. This season of the last dab is the pepper X sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, the guy, the two guys that made it were on the show, and yeah. they all ate one together. Oh, not, not, yeah, except for Sean Evans, who ate a sliver and nearly died. <laughs> Saw McFoley on a recent episode of uh, Hot did Ones. You? Yeah, he did okay. Fair enough. He did okay. As I totally hijacked this that's segment, all, I'm sorry. That's I'm all good. So we're, we'll get his we, records. That's all I meant to talk yeah, about. Now sorry. we can go back to being sad about the puppy. Oh, I don't want to be sad about the dog. All right. Well, this one, let's, uh, it, it's, I don't want to say that it's sad, but it'll definitely stir you. You will feelings. definitely, if you grew up in, uh, Canada. in Canada, and arguably if you grew up in maybe one of the border states uh, where you picked up some Canadian television, and because I know, I know guys like Kevin Smith out there that just like, gnash their teeth on things like Degrassi. Yeah. This is right up your alley. We got a, a new documentary just came out on uh, Prime Video. Yeah. On uh, the iconic uh, Ernie Coombs, Mr. Dress Up. The Magic of Make Believe. Have you watched it yet? I have watched so it. So have I. And holy crap, it hit something to me I didn't know was there. Did you Did you have the box of Kleenex with you? I really wish I had. Because yeah. Because my sleeves got to work out. Oh, yeah. Kim, Kim and I sat there and I could, I could hear her sniffling and I'm sniffling away. And I'm like, yeah. it's so tragic. But at the same time. Yeah. Like, what a beautiful human being. 
I, I was aware of this only because I'd watched some other things uh, on uh, not only him, but on Fred Rogers, that they were intrinsically connected. That Which they were, I had no yeah, idea. I, I knew that, uh, that he and Fred Rogers actually came to Canada together, that Fred Rogers of Mr. Rogers neighborhood fame actually got his start in Canada. It was the CBC that gave him the, the, the money to do his own show. And a lot of the stuff that came out of that first Mr. Rogers show yeah. is what went back down to Pennsylvania and became Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Yeah. Well, Ernie, who was a puppeteer on the show, stayed up here in Canada and uh, launched his own show, Mr. Dress Up. Yeah. Such a cool, cool, cool piece of... Uh, definitely worth a watch yeah. for anybody who grew up watching Mr. Dress Up. And didn't become a Canadian citizen until, what, until uh, two, 2000 and something. Yeah. Uh, relatively recently, but... Yeah. But uh, we've linked to the trailer in the show notes if you want to go have a look, but definitely give this one a watch. I did not realize that the puppeteer for Casey and Finnegan was an Australian lady. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not know. I that. did not know that. I didn't realize that she's over in BC and still living occasionally. Yeah. Brings out the puppets. I saw that with the show, the puppet show. Yeah. It was quite a cute. bar of all places. And yeah. they're like, yes. <laughs> Listen, that'd be a great way to make a buck. Cause yeah. people like us would go. Totally. I go see that. Yeah, Mr. Dress Up. What a great documentary. Steve's coming in here. Steve Terrio. I remember watching him as a kid. Mm. Yeah. Interesting watching the documentary, though, and when they, they transitioned from the Casey and Finnegan years yeah. at, the, at Mr. Dress Up's house to it's the new generation, which where... was at the, the child at the daycare center. Yeah. Um, and all the new cast of, of puppets. Like Chester the Crow. Yeah. 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 Because it wasn't my thing. Wasn't my no. thing. But my kids kind of watched it. Hmm. But like, I didn't realize too, that the voice of Casey and Finnegan also provided the voice for Alligator Al. Alligator Al. When's the last time you heard Alligator Al? Oh, yeah. Been a while. Now there, there is a three DVD set out there of Mr. Dress Up. Really? Yeah. Is it like a highlights kind of? Uh, it's select episodes. That's but, cool. Uh, you know, if you can find it, grab it. How far back does it go? I don't know for sure. I'd be interested in checking that out. Yeah. But as for new stuff here. New shirt alert. Oh, what? Oh my God. It's fandom power. You can have so it your good. way. Have it your way. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You totally surprised me with that one. <laughs> I didn't even know that was coming. Yeah. I've had this one in the works for a while. Oh, that's great. So you want your fandom, have it your way. Well, as always over on the fandom power, uh, on our uh, merch store, which, uh, powered by T public, by the way, mm -hmm. um, tons and tons of, uh, pop culture inspired, uh, logos, uh, just like our just 90th like this design, one. 90th design. Yep. Uh, yeah. And, uh, we're always looking for new, uh, new ideas. So if you've got a, a, a design idea that you'd like to see, uh, in t-shirt form, let us know. Yeah. Let us know. And also, you know, we're kind of getting close to the end so if you wanted to call in with something yeah really if you really wanted wait. to yeah don't wait because uh we're almost uh out of time for tonight mm. that being said let me just double check and make sure yes okay that's good everything is good the line is open uh this next one's kind of weird uh magic the gathering has announced yeah that they will partner with marvel you know, they've already done the uh, the Transformer crossover. Yeah. They've done some other. They did the Dungeons and Dragons thing, although Magic is now a world within Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. So and they recently did the uh, Lord of the Rings crossover. Right. Which sparked a huge amount of hype for the one ring card. I did see a thing about this where somebody said if they find a way to capitalize on a similar idea. Well, no, but if they like 
if they find a way to translate superpowers to card abilities that they would buy into it because marvel's had their own trading card game before they have they've had a bunch right so with magic being the granddaddy of them all yeah will it do it bigger better better than what's come before don't know arguably i'd say probably it will uh, here's an idea the... for you magic you do six chase cards one for each infinity stone oh and whoever yeah. collects them can send in and get seriously a limited edition infinity gauntlet, gauntlet. Card. yes there that you is go. so good you heard it here first everybody <laughs> which will force people they're going to want to collect two sets one to send in one to keep somebody's going to get it and they'll just proxy the cards like yep. everybody else does yeah proxy but you do have to wait for this uh these are not expected to be available for purchase until sometime in 2025 so well, there's you know but again the the development time we know that the development time on say an action figure is usually two to three years yeah so if it's 2025 they're already in development yeah like well into development yeah and apparently this is a multi-year multi-set deal so that's interesting. Yeah, will it be sold as a subset of the original, like the regular game, or will it be like a standalone? I wonder. I don't know for sure. Be interesting to see what it, uh, how it, how it works out. Yeah. Not that I'm a magic guy, but I'm always interested in like the synergy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next one, I didn't realize this was already out, but I guess it got re-released uh, today because Ghostbusters: Spirits Unleashed uh, released the ecto edition today which has all four downloadable content are oh is this it. the is this the video game yeah is that the one where you play as like a new ghostbuster i i played that i played the original did you it was okay fair enough it was okay it wasn't like oh my god but it, it was okay i enjoyed it the trailer looks good which we've linked to in the show notes uh but it's being rechristened the ecto edition it comes with uh the base game all available downloadable content yep. and uh 28 ghosts to trap and unlock and 10 more unique maps. That's cool. Digital copies are available for 1999. And apparently now it is available also on Nintendo switch and steam. Interesting. So no word if it's on game pass. Uh, I believe it is PS five and uh, Xbox. So, Oh, then maybe it is on game pass. Yeah. I'll find but it. Looks neat. I'd give it a play. Uh, this next one, uh, Dude, you got to play the Force Unleashed before you can play this. You're like decades I'm behind. Come on. So far behind. You got to get caught up. I know. Uh, the next one is currently in theaters, but apparently it's not doing well. Uh-oh. Uh, the Exorcist Believer. Scoring 22% on the uh, tomato meter. Wow. Okay. 59% audience score. The audience scores are always better, though. They are. Uh, apparently, uh, this one has only... From critics' standpoints, yeah, uh, it earns points for trying to take the franchise back to its terrifying roots, but lack of ideas and scares make this an inauspicious start to a planned new trilogy. Oh boy! So, oh boy! Uh, you know, I know the original Exorcist is hailed as like the scariest movie of all time. Uh, certainly, if one of them. Yeah, it's not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the desensitization or whatever, but. Uh, if you know what, if the audience saying it's good, like at least half good, I'm down. To well, watch. I mean, 59 is it. Well, let's just say 60 just for yeah. argument's sake. 60% of audiences say this is okay. Yeah. That's like two thirds. You know, that's like most people, the majority. Yeah. Cause according to Rotten Tomatoes, the audience says, uh, if you can resist the urge to compare it to the classic film that started the franchise, Oh, it is a okay. halfway decent possession thriller. Okay. And All right. 
I'd be fine with that. Separated from the original. Yeah. Uh, Nolan on YouTube, the killing floor three is coming. Does that mean anything to you? I don't know. It doesn't mean anything to me. Hmm. Uh, Another horror. I I haven't seen killing floor one or two. So now I'm going to find out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Exorcist believer now playing. Oh, sorry. These are games killing floor two and three. Okay. So I'm definitely way behind on those. Yeah. These are games. Is killing floor two worth playing in 2023? Maybe. Due to its uniqueness, classes, uh, role playability, cooperative gameplay, regular updates, and dedicated player base, the answer is yes. Okay. There you go. Neat. But this one's in theaters right now. This next one is coming to theaters Friday. I don't know if I... I another one I'm probably not going to see. Mm. It's a game, guys. Okay, thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's opens this weekend. It's going to make a boatload of money. I can't see how it it's going to make a boatload. Yeah. The question is how much we should almost you say it's opening on Friday. opens October 27th. Yeah. So by next week, we will have the weekend box office. Yes. Uh, you want to, you want to put a, yeah, we can put a follow up. What in. do you think? What do you think we're going to do? Hmm. What's a, what's a blockbuster now? hundred million, hundred million. And a movie like this isn't going to have a hundred million dollar budget. So maybe. You think it'll make a hundred million on the first weekend? I think so. Hundred million on the opening weekend. I think so. All right, let's see. We'll see what happens next week. Yep. But yeah, if you don't know, it's the jump based on the jump scare uh, video game franchise, and uh, it's basically evil Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> inhabited by uh, killer animatronic mascots. So it's just Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> no, Chuck E. Cheese all but got rid of its animatronics. Shining Time Theater. Yeah. <laughs> If you go to the one in Whitby, there is still an animatronic Chucky, though. No way. Yeah, he, he's all boxed off, but he still works. But he's on display. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'd been to a Chuck E. Cheese uh, when I lived out west in Alberta, and uh, they had the full theater production. Um, I remember it being really loud. Like, you could hear the hydraulics the mechanics model. of how the, or the, the pneumatics, I guess, how everything moved. It was it was loud. Hmm. Um, was it entertaining? I don't know. Was it better, better than the pizza that they served? I, I don't know. Was my first experience in a big, what I would consider big video arcade though. Hmm. And it's the first time I played the sit down, uh, star Wars cabinet. So that was an amazing, that's probably my takeaway from going to Chuck E. Cheese playing star Wars for the first time. Mechanical rat pizza and child casino. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> But uh, this one's directed by Emma Tammy, uh, opens on October 27th, and apparently it will be streaming exclusively on Peacock the same day. Oh, so that really could affect same day. Wow, that's numbers, definitely going to. Well, maybe it won't be 100 million on the first weekend. Eh, 75. But uh, the cast here, if you want to take a look at it. Yeah, let's uh, take a look. Josh Hutchinson or Hutcherson, sorry, is playing yep. Mike Schmidt, okay. who is uh, down on his luck security guard who takes a job at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. And finds himself trying to survive the wrath of Freddy Fazbear. And uh, yeah, I guess he's best known for his roles in the Hunger Games. Yeah, that's right. And uh, the Polar Express. I, I, he had uh, motion capture performance. In Was that he? One. Oh, okay. All right. So. And next up, you've got uh, Elizabeth Lale playing the character Vanessa. Uh, she is a police officer who in the game shows up during one of Mike's ill-fated night shifts. And she is best known as uh, Guinevere Beck in uh, the Lifetime Turn Netflix series, You. Oh, I haven't seen that. 
I haven't seen that one. I don't know what that is. Yeah, me neither. Matthew Lillard is also in this one. Hey, Scoob. Yeah, playing Steve Raglan, uh, which is a seemingly new character, but fans think he's already playing uh, the video game's big bad version, who is uh, William Afton, I believe, is the villain in the game. Okay. But uh, yeah, he needs no introduction. Scream, Scooby-Doo, Hackers, 13 Ghosts. Yeah, exactly. He's been everywhere. Uh, Mary Stewart Masterson plays Aunt Jane. And uh, I guess she's the aunt from the games, but, uh, you know, she's been around. She's been in the Stepford Wives, Close Range, Some Kind of Wonderful, Fried Green Tomatoes. She's been right. around forever. Yeah, exactly. But uh, next up, we have Piper Rubio as Abby. And uh, in the game, that's Mike's younger sister. And uh, she doesn't have a lot of uh, credits going on yet, but uh, she's got a voice acting role in one episode of Apple TV's kids show Pretzel and the Puppies. I have not watched it. I wouldn't <laughs> expect you to. Have. I don't think I will. Uh, next up, we got Cat Connor Sterling as Max, a character who is new for this film. And her past credits include a 2021 Netflix film, A Week Away. I don't know that one. And she had one-off roles in shows like 911 and The Resident. I've not seen those either. No, me neither. So lots of new talent. Yeah. And last up, we have Lucas Grant playing the role of Garrett, who is Mike's younger brother who disappeared a decade before the events of the movie. Oh, nice. So chances are he's going to be playing like a ghost, maybe. Oh, or maybe. flashback. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was in an episode of Pam and Tommy. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Uh, 911 Lone Star and The Patient. Oh, cool. And we've also linked to the trailer for uh, Five Nights here in the show notes. If you want to go give yourself a look and uh, maybe hit it up this weekend. So I believe this next one might be our last one of the night. Oh, it is. Okay. Right on. So uh, Dwayne Johnson. Oh, I saw this today. Asking a Paris Wax Museum to update his sculpture skin tone. I would say that that is probably a... a I don't have a problem with this as much as I don't necessarily agree with a lot of his uh, recent publicity. He's well within his rights to say, you need to fix this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that in fact, that's actually a better picture than what I saw. I've seen some other shots that just look awful. The online response is saying it looks like Mr. Clean is cosplaying as the, rock. Oh my God. It's funny because I actually wondered that if he was doing some kind of yeah. ad campaign for them, which is funny now that I <laughs> yeah. say that. But we do have a clip here. Uh, comedian James Andre Jefferson Jr. has basically roasted this statue. So, uh, is there a clip? We do have got a clip. Oh boy, <laughs> here we go with that one. All right, wax figure of The Rock, you know, black ass Samoan The Rock. That's how Paris think he look. They they turned The Rock into a pebble, they don't turn The Rock into a, a bino rock or something like that. It looked like The Rock ain't never seen the sun a day in his life from the damn picture. Whoever the artist behind this don't need to do no type of art. In I, I don't want you on Sims building a character, no arts and crafts. If you got a little two year old that got to make a project, let, let them do that on their own. They're they gonna do better with without you. Look, look how you think The Rock look. You make The Rock look like he David Beckham. It looked look like The Rock about to be part of the royal family. I'm low-key offended. How are you just going to take all the out of Dwayne Johnson? It, it doesn't look like him no more. It isn't like Connor Smith. It looked like he worked at H&R Block or something like that. I, I, if this is how y'all felt when y'all lost the Little Mermaid, I understand. Let's do Uno Reverse. Y'all get the Little Mermaid back, the mystical creature, and we get The Rock back. Like, what are we doing here? Like, did y'all even Google him with your dumb ass? <laughs> 
Yeah. That really summarizes. I don't think there's anything else that I can say that no. compares. No, and I like I guess the rock wasn't even the one doing it. It's this guy roasting them, but he replied to it uh because he's replied to saying he had a good sense of humor and he said that he belly laughed at this roast. As you should. Yeah. Um, because it was straight up yeah. killer. I and then this. after that, he's gonna have his team reach out to the friends over at Grevin Museum. And uh, they're going to work on updating it. And next time he's in Paris, he hopes to stop by and have a drink with himself. Oh, that's cool. Well, I'll be looking forward to seeing that social media post. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that brings us to. Uh, oh, my God. Our, it's our that time once again where Andy's out there in the aisles. He's hunting for you and me so that we can save a buck or two on uh, toy hunting at Dollarama. Yep. What do yep. you got this week? A couple man? new ones. Uh, masters of the universe 10 inch figure wait a minute now we've seen uh we've seen we've the, seen the, the, the smaller five, five, five inch five inch yeah they've showed up uh but now the 10 inch ones are showing up as well i see these are at the five dollar price they point. are but that's they okay regularly retail for 23.75 yeah that's right that's right so you're saving a bit um and that kid show by the way it canceled yeah, it, it was good though. It was good. It was good. It was good. It's worth a watch if you haven't seen it. it. It was a great take on He-Man because he actually shared his power. They, the Mattel anyway, believed in the character enough that that He-Man got a Masterverse release. Did. So, yeah, so did that. Skeletor. There is that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Uh, but then the other thing popping up here is the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's a wrist blaster. I always find it interesting when stuff has been away for a while that it just whoop, pops up yeah like where was it sitting that it just turned up now yeah but uh, it's going for five bucks there but it retails on amazon for 22.84 like off the top of your head do you remember what year shang chi came out a couple of years ago 2020 something like that 2021 maybe pre post covid i want to say pre 19 <laughs> covid was like 20 right it started in late 19 yeah november of 19 november 19 yeah yeah wow so like are you telling me it took four years to consolidate all this, so this merch that never sold in a that's what i mean somewhere. like yeah. stuff that just whoop the he-man stuff i see like that was only what two year years ago yeah you know but the shang chi this isn't the first thing because they did get a whole shipment of the dragon well, they did yeah the 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 awful looking dragon yeah and it sat there too so <laughs> What are you going to do? You might still be able to find one. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's that. Wow. Another uh, chock full episode of uh, random fandom for this uh, Tuesday night, October 24th. So 2023. Do we get 20 questions now? We could do 20 questions. Uh, who was it? Our 20 questions uh, uh, person wanted to know if we do 20 questions. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll stick around. We got time mm-hmm. for the uh, half a dozen of you or so that are still hanging with us fire your questions away. now's your time uh anything anything for anything anything for anyone yeah going once. that's what i meant that's what i meant <laughs> there you gotta go. wait for the delay it's gonna be a delay yeah there usually is we can sit here and just kind of you know this shit is bananas maybe you got a shit is bananas i have no update on that question i left it in the mixer because it just makes me laugh well you know it's gonna come up again yeah, because every time something weird happens, we can use it. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, I got to work on my uh, my update video for the most expensive Star Wars prop ever made. Mm-hmm. I might get to work on that uh, later this week. There you go. Um, once I get my new flooring uh, laid down upstairs. But 
Well, it looks like uh, nobody's got anything for us tonight. No so, questions. Uh, that's okay. I'm not going to just sit here We're for not the sake force of you. No. <laughs> but I'm glad that uh, everybody that uh, hung out with us tonight, uh, great, uh, great interaction tonight in the uh, chat. Uh, always love it when you guys show up and uh, take part in the show. It, it's so much more fun uh, when you guys are, are bantering back and forth with us and with each other. Um, as always, uh, come back and check out what we're doing next week. Uh, Sunday nights are still sort of uh, on hold for now until we come up with our next uh, review series, which is probably going to be uh, might even be uh, in early 24 with uh, the return of the Bad Batch or possibly uh, Skeleton Crew, depending on which is coming first mm-hmm. or anything else that catches our eye. But remember, there's always stuff to uh, check out on the uh, YouTube. Speaking of our YouTube channel, by the way, um, the algorithm seems to be doing something weird uh, lately, and we've been getting uh, uh, a bit of a of a of a surge. Um, if you have not already subscribed to the channel, please go and check out the Fan Power podcast on YouTube. Hit the uh, subscribe button. Any little bit that you can do always helps out. If you're watching on YouTube and you don't want to leave a comment, just throw an emoji in there just for the algorithm. Anything you know, whether you poo emoji if you didn't like it. <laughs> thumbs up if you did i don't care who if you did like it because it's who is funny anyway we are dangerously close to f- uh hitting 500 subscribers at that point uh that opens up a whole bunch of new windows for us within uh, the google verse um so we would love it if you could uh, help us out with that that being said i think the more the more thought i put into it the closer we get to 500 the more i think it's, it will be time to do another giveaway i just got to come up with an appropriate prize I might have something this time. Oh, well, then maybe there'll be two things. Maybe we did two things on the last one. True. We might have to do it again. All right, guys, as always, uh, it's been a great night here for us. And I uh, hope you are having a great week wherever you are in the world. And we would definitely will be back next week with more crazy entertainment news to talk about. Another uh, nonsensical word for our uh, weekly lexicon. More trivia. That's right. More weird stuff. As always, you can always uh, reach out to us uh, through social media. I'll, we're on everything, uh, so we're not that hard to find. You can search Fandom Power. You'll be able to find us. Or you can uh, call us. Uh, call us. <laughs> you can email us directly at fandompower3 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I think that's it for me, man. What about you? That's all I got. I guess we'll be back next week then. For Fandom Power, everybody, my name is Wes. I'm Andy. And we will see you all on the next one. Bye for now. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fandom Power. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about another one of your favorite fandoms.